Welcome to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. My name is Tim Swearens, and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States. On this episode, we'll discuss the continuing pain that our neighbors are feeling as housing, food, health care, and other costs continue to rise. Um, Jay, for, for those of us who came of age in the, in the 1970s and, and early 80s, you know, inflation is one of the dirtier words in the in the English language, we, we saw firsthand the damage that runaway inflation inflicted on so many people back then, and, and we've seen something of a repeat that a repeat of that in, in some ways in recent years. Um, what is a spike in food prices, housing costs, and the price of other essentials meant for our neighbors uh, that Shepherd serves? When you have a already tight budget, and and you know that pot is not growing but certain segments of that pot are getting bigger, Mm -hmm. it begins to push things out. I think there's something deceptive going on right now. People say, well, inflation has dropped. Well, that's year-over-year price. The fact is some food is up 18 20% from what it was two years ago. It hasn't increased this year, but it's still at that elevated level. And uh, we've all heard the term shrinkflation. You know, you open your cereal box, look in it, you see lots of empty space, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it is uh, not full. Maybe the box is the same size, but what's inside is, is reduced. My wife and I were talking. It is, you know, for, for us, yes, it impacts us. Food cost impacts us but we still have options Uh, for those who don't and have limited choices of where they can spend their dollars to get that food. It becomes very hard. And, and even before this hit, it's only gotten worse. Eating healthy is expensive. If you want to eat healthy, you shop on the outside of a grocery store. Mm -hmm. It's where the fresh items and the frozen items and, but everything else in the center is not as healthy Um, but that's what we can afford and uh, my colleague who's been on this show with us before tim street says you know poverty is buying the 10 cent pack of raymond noodles Mm -hmm. because i can get an extra pack for every dollar from the 12 cent Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's those little things that matter and um, it has uh, had long-term impacts the other thing, uh, rentflation is a term new up to us, but it is real. Uh, we have a shortage of housing. Mm-hmm. And so what we are seeing, because we haven't built to keep up, and, oh, and this is a long-term uh, problem, and now mortgage rates have gone up. People are staying put. And there are some folks who just will, there's no option of where you go. Shepherd is exploring the idea of housing and how we can help just because we have to create more capacity. Uh, I say inflation is the disproportionate tax on the poor. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's taken an already tenuous budget and made it much worse, causing hardships and cutbacks in areas that, that are essential. Yeah. So as, as you noted, inflation is an exercise in addition, right? Over the last three years, we've seen a 16% rise 
in in core prices. And if, if your income didn't grow by 16% over that time, then you've lost buying power. What does that mean? What what kind of life choices are people people having to make uh, because of the rise in prices? It's very common for me to hear and talking to some of our neighbors that uh, they're skipping medicine. Uh, for a parent to skip their medicine so they can make sure they get it for their kids mm-hmm. or uh, they're doing going to the pantry, coming here for more. We continue to see our numbers rise up. Uh, had the privilege, there was a few of us who volunteered to open our food pantry on the week, the Saturday following Christmas. Everyone was closed. And the first few folks come up and said, we didn't know if you were going to be open. And, and so all of a sudden the word came out. And you just saw people coming out because they've had no ability to stock up. So uh, if for some reason we don't open, that's a real hardship. But our numbers continue to elevate. Recently on a Saturday, it was uh, in single digits. People were walking here blocks to, because they needed to access food. Um, it means the work. Uh, of great partners like Gleaners and Midwest Food Bank and and others who donate to us are essential to stabilizing our families. You and your wife were out in the bitter cold this week uh, taking food to, to neighbors to the to their front doors. What are you hearing when you go to somebody's front door and delivering food? What are they telling you? Well, through some partnerships with a great organization named Hatch, we're able to get eggs. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, well, I couldn't afford it myself. But they, eggs are a good protein, particularly for kids in, in that cognitive growth and, and health. Um, milk, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things. And all of us, you go to the meat aisle and it's like take out a home loan so you can buy some meat. And um, thankfully, we have a great partnership with Tyson and we, they donate stuff here. And so being able to give them bacon and uh just the other day taking bacon to the lady's house and she's like oh it's been so long since i've had bacon and she was telling us all the many ways that Mm -hmm. she uh will use it but i think the thing that is reminded of me is i tend we sometimes tend to think of our neighbors as we're just here to help them but this lady her name's donna i know that probably half of that bacon was served to her family, her grandkids, and her great-grandkids, and that other half, she was fixing things to take to people in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She's the epitome of love. And I see so many times our neighbors here taking what little they have and and being able to share that. It's it's sort of the conversation with uh, uh, Elijah and the widow. Mm -hmm. And we pray that God will bless that what they have will make it till the next week. Yeah. You, you mentioned the, the increase in rent that so many people have experienced in the last couple of years. How are those increases in rent and, and the gender, continued gentrification of, of neighborhoods that Shepherd serves, how is that affecting neighbors? Well, um, our neighbors, many of them are paying 60 and 70 percent of their income on, their, on, on, on housing. Well, that takes that pot and absolutely turns it upside down. Utilities. Thankfully, in this city, we're blessed with a great relationship and 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 an organization, Citizens, who provides our gas and our water, does a great job. 
our power company uh, this summer uh, when we were, had outages for such a long time. Our families suffered greatly in the loss of food and other items, and we reached out to try to help and see if they could help with a food drive to replace some of those things. We never heard back. But I, I will say this, uh, utilities are essential, and when mistakes happen or when outages happen, again, it so disproportionately impacts it. Uh, you know, some of our own staff lost power for for a long time. And, you know, what I think it's like 24 hours if you keep your freezer shut. But if you lose everything, and that's hundreds and hundreds of dollars that mm-hmm. puts our families in a deficit. How can our listeners help Shepherd help neighbors who are struggling to pay for food and, and other essentials? Well, I, obviously, supporting our food pantry is a great way, and and collecting items that we can give out during this cold. One of the things I've talked multiple times about is donating hats and gloves that we can get out. Uh, people walk here, and we want to make sure that they're not getting frostbite and. We're still in the middle of January, and uh, it's very cold, and we've got many cold days ahead, I'm sure. Uh, I think also uh, advocating for us uh, and for our neighbors with those who would provide services so that they could keep them manageable and not continue to skyrocket. If you're a landlord, let's, let us work with you. We'll help put our families in your place, and uh, when you charge a fair price and and our neighbor the landlords need to be paid that's appropriate and uh, i think it's the challenge too is to think of our neighbor and so wherever you live yes checking on those during these difficult days and hunger doesn't know a name and our face it's 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 not unique to just certain neighborhoods it's throughout but finding out ways in their own communities to help but knowing that that's what we're trying to do to stabilize our families, to help them grow their capacity to reduce their dependency. This, this conversation reminds me of how much I take for granted. I, I don't, you know, don't usually think of bacon as a as a luxury item, but it, it is for some of our neighbors. I, I don't necessarily uh, worry too much about being able to to make the mortgage payment, but that's a that's a monthly struggle uh, for so many. So many right. folks. Um, you see that every day. What what do you, what lessons have you come away with as as you talk to people who are struggling with with those things? Well, we need to continue to advocate. We need to help our families increase their skills. Uh, we talk about the ten assets so that they can make better choices and uh, and and for us to work on things and projects to where how can we bring more groceries to these areas of food deserts so that they're not having to shop at the convenience store, the gas station, uh, the pharmacy. Thank thank you, Jay. For for 39 years, Shepherd Community has made a lasting difference in the lives of thousands and thousands of neighbors. The Shepherd team couldn't do that work without the support of donors, partners, and volunteers. To learn more about how you can help, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Thank you for listening.